Hello, Marissa. Oh, hello there. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? Good. Good. It's a beautiful day on Long Island, mid 60s. Gorgeous, doll. Thing for all winter. So, yep. We spring ahead this weekend. So, ew. I hate losing that hour. I hate losing the hour, but I also like the fact that it means like I could be driving at eight o'clock and it's still light out. Yeah. Eh, yeah, you know, give or take. <laughs> um, so How's your cough? It's still there, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about it. Like part of it is like my own, you know what I'm saying? Psychosomatic, yeah. Because yeah. I can, I don't know, it's just... It is what it is. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But um, uh, just for y'all that know, yes, I'm in my car. I'm at the beach. Um, and so if I freeze, I'm not, fr- I'm not frozen. <laughs> if, I, if I freeze, um, it's just the bad Wi-Fi here. But so far, so good. So, Marissa, you let me know if you know I've conked out or whatever. You're okay. Not good at freezing. Were you trying to freeze, pretend to freeze? No. Oh, it looked like you were trying to pretend to freeze. I'm like, that's not really. Remember when you were a kid, you used to play freeze tag? Yeah. And why did it always get tagged when I'm like. I didn't like to play it though. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> I hate tag. Old people on the porch. <laughs> but anyway, so today's show um, is racism. Famous folk versus real folk. Um, I thought about this because there's been a lot, it seems like this week, in the last two weeks, like racism is on fire. You know what I'm saying? So it it, I, I started thinking about it with the with the um the Harry and Megan interview on um on Oprah. So right. I figured let let's just start with that. I have a clip of it. Um, okay. we can we can just start with that because the interview was like I don't even know. It was just like, okay. okay. It, was, it was juicy. It was juicy, I think. Um, but let me, um, I'm going to play a clip, a small clip of it, and then we'll discuss um, from there. All right. Okay. Let's see. In those months when I was pregnant, all around the same time, so we had in tandem the conversation of, won't be given security. It's not going to be given a title. And also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? And who, who is having that conversation with you? <laughs> what? So, um, there is a conversation, hold up, hold up, there's several, right now. there's several conversations. There's a conversation with you, with Harry, about how dark your baby is going to be? Potentially, and what that would mean or look like. So that was Megan Markle talking to Oprah on the special last week, like a week ago. Um, crazy. What was, when you first saw that, what were you thinking? Cause Oprah, she's very good with the, the shock. Mm-hmm. But also in the interview, so, she just said, just say this real quick. Also in the interview, Oprah said that she did a pre-interview. So nothing should have been really shocking unless she didn't expect her to say it on camera. Maybe. You know? So, so here's my thing. So, you know, I grew up in the British Virgin Islands. You already know that my stepdad was English. And I grew up around a lot of English people. White and 
sorry? White English, I mean. White English, yes, 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 I apologize, white English. And it is um, that it's a cultural, are you okay? Coffee went up my nose. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say I'm not shocked. Um, About the coffee or your, your stepfather? My stepdad. Oh. No, no, no. Just, just the English culture, the white English culture. I'm right. going to give you two, two, two things. I've spoken about this before in the the Latin Puerto Rican culture. Um, the first thing is salio. and how did he come out? How did the baby come out? Right. Um, I've already spoken about that. But as someone who grew up with a heavy influence white English culture, I can tell you these conversations happen all the time. While they don't believe it is racist, um, they have it. Um, they they have these conversations amongst themselves constantly. Where uh, an English rose, right? An English rose is is the the you know the epitome of beauty. Is the fairer your skin is, the the more status. It's 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 just it's a cultural thing. Right. And I'm not I'm not giving it you know. Um, fodder to say it's okay that's not what I'm saying I've never said anything like that but it's these they have very racist conversations very easily and yes it's cultural but it's also a very colonial mindset where oh you're welcome that I'm English and you're sitting at our table aren't you so lucky Marissa that your mom has green eyes and fair skin and doesn't look Puerto Rican like you and your brother aren't you so very lucky that you're you're um you're around all us English people. Well, you, well, in the Caribbean, you guys would still be in huts if it wasn't for us. So you're welcome. You know, it, it's it's a very, um, my experience. I will not speak for the all of Britain, the United Kingdom. I'm not going to do that. But my experience has been they speak about race and in racist connotations very, very comfortably and very easily. And while they don't believe that they are a racist culture, and I'm not saying that they are, the, that conversation, I'm not, I wasn't there. I'm not at the palace. I don't have tea with the queen. Um, we don't have coffee and a chat, you know, but I believe it. I personally have witnessed these kinds of conversations in my lifetime. Um, my stepsister, who happens to be a 5'8", green-eyed, dirty blonde, English, half English, half American girl, has uh, biracial children, and the conversations were, wow, well, let's see if the kids come out a little bit lighter, at least they'll stand a chance, and those are things that she's heard her entire life, Mm -hmm. so it's, um, it's just the way it is. It don't make it right, though. It doesn't. It doesn't. Not at all. But I've just, I've never really talked about my, my, my stepdad or like that English culture that I grew up with ever really when it comes to race relations. Um, what are your, okay, you just went and you, you know, you spoke about your family. What are your thoughts about it, though? About her having to hear it? No your thoughts on what you just said about of her having to hear these conversations no you, you mean heard the con- you heard the conversations no my, but you're asking my thought uh, what, what's the question i'm sorry you're, you're i'm not saying, following the- you're saying it is what it is that that's how the british are no i didn't say that i'm that's how they are yes i'm saying from my from my you know that's what you what you've witnessed what I've witnessed, that's how they are. These, what are your thoughts these, on what you've witnessed? It's extremely uncomfortable, but they're also an entitled culture. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying all of Britain, every English person, but I have, I, the English people that I have encountered, it's in a very entitled culture where they feel they are the epitome of not only class and intelligence, but you should be thankful that they're speaking to you. You should be thankful that they're in your tradition. You should be thankful that, you know, the never the sun never set on the English colonies. You're you're welcome so, that we did all this for you. So now it's just something that just dawned to me. So you married that culture with the an American culture where we have Meghan Markle with the where Americans think 
they're better than everybody and they know everybody and they're, they, they're, they're woke. Even the woke culture thinks they're woke. They're so against woke culture because they're mm -hmm. so woke. You know what I mean? Right. So you marry that, that way of thinking with the British way of thinking, it was only gonna, it was gonna end up right where it's at right now. Exactly. There was no, there was no other way that this was gonna go. The English didn't like her. Number one, she was black. That's first and foremost, she was black. Number two, she was American. She's a black American. Homegirl was not staying in England. Point blank period. It wasn't gonna happen. But it's crazy. But here's the thing though. So so this is this is this is one of the things that I, I, I consistently heard from British people. So one of the things was um the one that I would always hear, you know, the only other, the only thing that I like about your American culture is that you could always be president. There's always an opportunity for you to be president. Um, and you're like, yeah. So they're like, I'll never be queen. I could be a prime minister, but I'll never be part of the royal family. And then you got this black American coming in and being part of the royal family. It was All like a, in, in the UK was like wishing. Exactly. It was, it was a how dare you. Yeah. It was a how dare you? First of all, I should be in line to the throne, not some black American. But listen, it's crazy. But it's you know, like I said, I think at the end of the day, it can't comes down to like she's looking at it like like they're they're looking at it like wow, that's normal because she said that Harry had these people that had conversations with Harry. So I wonder if the conversation he had with her about it was he alarmed too, or was he like they just wanted to know like what I think he was I think he was relating about it. so she brought the American woke to it like that's not right you know that's, that's fucked up right you know that's what I think me me personally right. how I I see I think that's that's exactly how I think that conversation went because he was probably like because he never would have said it if he right. knew it was completely wrong and she's pregnant right. he never would have said it or I don't even defending it. Not defending it. He's like, I'm not telling, because he knows it was his father. I don't. I don't know who else. Who else would he protect? Either his father or his brother. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Yeah. Like if it's one of his uncles or some cousin, he, he ain't protect. He'd just be like, it was a, a distant relative. He went out of his way to be like, it wasn't the queen or the my grandpa, my grandparents. Why you couldn't also say, or my 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 father or my stepmother. None of my immediate family. He didn't say that. It, it, it leaves you to believe the certain detail. Yeah. What you leave out. Yeah. Like it's like everyday conversation. Like you can ask me, like, we've had conversations so, and you'll be like, so what happened? It's like what I'm not telling you. What are you not telling me? This is this is the one thing that I know, I know that I know it's it's been it's been said that have English tabloids are vicious. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why Buckingham Palace didn't speak up a little bit more as far as like I like for, from what I got from that you know that interview was um <clears throat> Harry and other interviews that Harry has said he's like my my job is of service that's what she, her job now is of service that's what we're gonna do that's what I always plan on doing but um obviously you know for mental health reasons of course and I don't blame him you know he had to protect his family the family that he's creating but like the queen of England, I just can't imagine her saying something and people being like, ah, go sod off lady. What do you know? Like, I can imagine, like her, had she made a, a powerful statement to say, or to show some sort of like real support. I'm just that really surprised. Was hell. That was the worst statement. But it should have been done from the very beginning. Yeah. You know, like that's I, me, me as a mom, I can say me as a mom, but cause, cause here's what I can tell you. Um, whatever path my children choose, and it's obviously healthy, you know, I, I'm not going to be like, Ooh, that's my, that's my crackhead. You know, I'm not doing that, but a, a healthy choice. And if they decide to have a partner in life and I'm like, wow, this partner is really going to add to the quality and happiness of their life. Right. Come say something, come say something to my face about them. Come well, say something about my family. Queen is his, his grandmother, not his mother. But this is but this is what I'm saying. His mom's not there. You have an obligation as the head. Not only you're the fucking queen of England. You're the head of your family, and you can't turn around and be like, "It's with love and support that we bring we 
I don't know. I don't know. You just couldn't like thoughts and prayers. Like you couldn't even do that. Back to what you were saying. If they think if this is the culture, British culture, and she didn't see nothing wrong with it, then what are you going to speak out against? Now I can see that not speaking out. Like what? What the fuck didn't you speak up? Speak out about when the the lies in the press. But in terms of racism, what we're what we're focusing on, I can see why she might not have spoken out because if they don't think anything's wrong, like. You're gonna be the, you're gonna sit there as the Queen of England, invite all these nations, all these things, and you're gonna really let allow that into your own home. I just I just can't. I just they've been around for centuries. This is how they are. Like I'm not nothing shocks me with with them, and it, I it think speaks to what you just said in relating your whole your own family. It's like they this is how they think. So their way of thinking is very different from our way of thinking. And until somebody tells them, so now Harry probably thought that way too. There's pictures of him with like the Nazi sticker, on Nazi pack. Oh, and I remember from his, like, yeah, when he yeah. was like so dressed until up. You, until somebody tells you something mm-hmm. and you have a different perspective, then you have no idea. But if everybody but no matter- where you, you live thinks the exact same way, then you don't got nothing to speak out on. I get it. No, I, I get your point on that. But, like from, but from the very beginning, she had no support from the very beginning, period. Why was she, she chosen of all the- about racism. This is the first time she's said anything about racism. No, no, no. Like, even if we take the component of racism out of it, right. this just this Black American girl just didn't stand a chance with the, with the British tabloids. Right. I just can't imagine at any point as, as a mother who, who I pray to one day be a grandmother, <clears throat> you're gonna say something wild about my family Good luck. I don't know how I, I'm not very big. I get that. But we're going to have, have, we're going to have a serious conversation. You're going to walk away knowing exactly what you will and will not do when it comes to my family. I just don't, I just can't imagine. I just don't think they view the same way. I just, but it's your family. This is somebody that you chose. This is someone you chose her. Sorry. He chose her. Be that as it may, the way they project themselves to the world, they have to be a cohesive unit. Even if it's a company, even if you look at it as a company, you chose, this is, these are all the moving parts and components. You chose, and this is what you all wanna be together. All the supports that she did visually for Kate, she should have done for Megan. Right. Kate can do no wrong. Kate can do no wrong. Like, I, I totally agree with you. The only thing that I'm saying is that if you have a way of thinking, like, Kate's going to be queen. You know what oh, I mean? she, I don't think she's ever going to be queen you know because I, she's know, not of you know, royal blood. You know what I mean. Like, I, obviously. But you know what I mean. Like, she, I mean, like, it's like the queen mother. Like, the, her queen Elizabeth's mother was never really queen. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She's queen, but not really. Like Yeah, she, she wasn't of royal her, blood. Right. right, right. But so you know what I mean? I don't mean she's going to rule the monarchy one day. But what I mean to say is that you can't compare Kate to Megan. We can as Americans because we're like, whatever. But I think coming from that institution is just like, I mean, look at how they treated Diana. Did they ever come out and speak up for her? No. But this That's is, her- but again, learn from, learn from your mistakes. This yeah. is your family. This is know. the mother of your grandkids. No, I, I agree with you, but I also understand, I see, like, I don't, I don't expect anything more from them. My expectations are very limited when it comes to them because they've shown us who they are. Why would they change now? They've been the same for centuries. Why would they my, change now? I remember going to England for a lot of my summers and it'd always be like, this is my niece and her brother and sister. You know, it would never be like my stepniece, even like. Who would say that? It's my niece. It would be my stepdad's family. So like, let's say I'd be with my stepsister and we'd be somewhere and they're introducing her plus, plus, plus. It would be, this is my niece and her brother and sister. Making, to make sure that you know that dark hair and dark eyes well, okay. You're talking not about come from us. You're talking about your step. My English. Family. Yeah. My, my step family. Okay. And I just, I, I remember always thinking like, well, that's an odd way to say that, but okay. But I also had, I, I guess, because we were so aware of such the difference. Um, I don't know. I don't remember how that started. I don't, I don't, 
the earliest conversation I ever remember was my brother and I being like having having some sort of chitch and he's like who cares if our mom and her dad are no longer together you're gonna give a shit about her like like a sister like a proper sister it, it was always like a, like a slight divide I still talk to her I still like I still have a relationship with her um but I just remember thinking from the very beginning like we knew that that there was a a divide like my mom and her will be a blended family um but I don't know if that came from an English culture I don't know if that would have been different had she married a different culture I don't know and I just remember constantly thinking like wow when we go to England it's like huh that's an odd way to say that be like oh this is my brother and his wife's children blah 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 and I was like huh it's 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 I don't know. It just seems like a very different. I mean, they they think different. It's every like every country is different from the next. Right. Even right. I, that, that border each other. Like we're very right. different from Canadians. So I mean, and Mexicans, you know, and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, the one thing though too that you brought up was the media. Like the media over there seems very harsh. I mean, we think we think the media here is bad. <laughs> the over, over there, is right. And so like that whole thing that happened with Pierce Morgan. First of all, the fact that he was like, like I had no idea that he like went on a date with Megan. Did you? Okay, would you call that a date? Yeah, it's a date. They went out. They went out. I don't. I'm not quite sure if that was actually a date. Has she confirmed that that was a date, or was it an actress and and uh, a media personality meeting? Is that a date? I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I see. I still see it as a date, regardless of what your titles are. You still went out on a date, like. But was but but my thing is, I don't. I'm not quite sure that she looks at that as a date. Were they meeting up for for other things? I mean, it doesn't matter. That's not really the focus. It's. I mean, I I see it as a date. You don't see it as a date. He sees that a date. She might not see it as a date. But but the thing about it is, at whatever whatever it was, the way that he's reacted since that day is troubling it's like bro yeah. like bro for real like you went through this whole diatribe because you feel scorned and so you basically tear her to shreds and because but how old is he he's only like he looks like he's like in his 60s but he's in his 50s so Hold on a second here. I'm just looking it up quickly because uh, he's born in 1965. So he's 55. And how old is she? 30, 32, 33, something like that. And she must have been like 27 at the time. So 48 and, two, and he, okay. So, okay. I mean, I'm not going to talk about age. I mean, we've, we've had shows where, I mean, Brad Pitt's got like a 20 something year old girlfriend. So it's not an anomaly. No, I'm not saying it's an anomaly, but I'm not quite sure it was a proper date the way he's claiming. But okay. tearing her down consistently since it doesn't it it there's no it it doesn't seem real. He calls her a liar. He calls her all kinds of things, and it was just I feel like it was totally like out of line. But then the shit went left when the the you know the weatherman called him out on it, and then he walked off the show. And he quit. And then you find out that she wrote a letter, you know, complaining about him. Not necessarily not, about go ahead. Go ahead. No, not necessarily about him with the race thing, but with the mental health. And so I'm like, did he quit or did he get fired? Regardless, I mean, that doesn't matter. The reason I bring this up is because this week, uh, this past week, Wednesday, um, Sharon um, Osborne, she was on. She's been she's been riding for him. That's like her friend, which is fine. You ride for your friend, but riding for your friend doesn't necessarily mean like you can ride from the sidelines. Like I I support them. They need me. I got you. You don't got to take it to a whole nother level. I want to play this video where because she got backlash for riding for him. She put out a post on social media, and then she went on her show to talk. And this is where this is what happened when um, she went on the talk after, you know, everything that she heard back from fans and 
critics and so forth. So I'm gonna play that. Ready? I um, I, I feel even <laughs> like uh, I'm about to be put in the electric chair because I have a friend who many people think is a racist, so that makes me a racist. And for me, at 68 years of age, to have to turn around and say, I ain't racist. What's well, it got to do with me? I'm well, okay, how can I be racist about anybody? How can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I? Well, 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 I well what? You, we will be right well, back. What? We have more topics, so don't go away. And I think we should stop this. She keeps getting edited because she's cursing. I will ask you again, Cheryl. Yes. I've been asking you during the break. I am asking you again. And don't try and cry, because if anyone should be crying, it should be me. This is the situation. Yes. You tell me where you have heard him say, educate me, tell me. When you have heard him say racist things, educate me, tell me. It, it is not the exact words of racism. It's the implication and the reaction to it. To not want to address that because she is a black woman and to try to dismiss it or to make it seem less than what it is, that's what makes it racist. But, but right now, I'm talking to a woman who I believe is my friend. And I don't want anybody here to, to watch this and say that we're attacking you for being racist. And, 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 that, and, and for that, if I articulate it, I think it's anything, too late. I think that okay? seed's already sown. But that, that is why I'm saying <laughs> for me, I'm saying for me, for me. I thought I was asking a question about of the perception for other people. That's why I prefaced it with, I've never heard <laughs> you utter anything oh, racist, me. but I have, but I have felt that Pierce was racist in his stance against Meghan Markle. And the last time he was on this show, I said as much. Okay. Here's the thing, like that, that fucking clip made me feel so uncomfortable because the whole white tears, like, don't you cry? Like, how you, how you gonna tell me not to cry? Like, why are you making this about you? And then educate me. Why, why do black people always have to be put in a position to educate? And thirdly, the fact that, that Sherry, Cheryl Underwood, to me, she, she seems like she's in the position that so many black women find themselves in when they speak their truth or try to explain something, then they're like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it that way. Like, I just want to explain to you, I don't think you're racist. You know, let me make you feel better because now this shit is about you. It's not even about the topic at hand. It was just very, it was so uncomfortable that I was just like, now I see why Kelly Osborne went on The View and was pissed about, you know, Hispanic people not being around to, to clean her her home. I forget what the bathroom. The, the bathroom. No, with Donald Trump. With it had to do with Donald Trump. You you close the borders. Who's going to clean your bathroom? Right. So listen, listen. I've been around a lot of people that have not said racist things. We both have, yeah. But are there racist undertones? A thousand percent. And <clears throat> I will. I will say that, you know, I like when I started with this conversation, my upbringing has been extremely polarized where, where, where I grew up, obviously I'm American, Hispanic. Um, I grew up around English culture in the Caribbean, extremely diverse and not diverse at all. Um, here I am in a suburb of Long Island. So there's, there's a certain amount of, um, ignorance and entitlement at the same time when it comes to race relations, because I feel like there's such an ambiguity, not only to my look, but to my name, um, of a lot of different things. And it has made people extremely comfortable around me to say certain things where they feel or, or, or where they feel like they can claim me for one of their own. Um, so when, when I see Sharon defending herself or feeling like that she needs to defend herself saying at 68 years old 
well, I, I don't know her. Like I said, I don't know her, the depth and breadth of the conversations she's had with other people. But can there be undertones with the people that she's around? A thousand percent. Um, do we need to make her feel comfortable to continue in her, in her conversations with other people? I don't think that should be anyone's responsibility to make someone else comfortable as they continue on in their life. Like, I'll give an example. You're, you shouldn't consistently hold me like a fragile and walk on eggs and, and tell me, oh, you know, when you're around black people and it's okay if you're around black people, it's not your responsibility to make sure I'm comfortable around other people and how I talk. I either am or I'm not. I either check myself or I don't. Everyone has said certain things out of ignorance. I think that is a human condition, but once you know better, it's up to you to, to, to really look at that narrative. When, she's, when she is supporting Piers Morgan, I think she's allowed to have a caveat. She's allowed to say, hold on a second. Let me look at the bigger picture. I know him as a friend, but has he vilified and attacked this woman on a greater level than he has a white woman? I, I just, I hate when... Like my, I hate when people are like, I haven't experienced it in my life from that person. So not that she said that, but it's like, believe people when, when they tell you, believe women, believe people of color, you know, believe uh, the LGBTQ community, believe people, like just believe them and leave it at that. Like, why you gotta go into now is like, I'm not racist. Cause I, I support him. Like nobody. I love how she looked at like the, I love how she looked at like, was she see, are they, oh, I don't watch that show. Are they always seated that way? Was no, she seated between, no, yeah. I mean, was she always seated between two minorities? As I, to like, I help think, me. I think, yeah, I think that's their, that's their way they usually sit now. Help me. It, it's, it's just crazy. But I did want to, I want to, um, like, I didn't want to spend all this time on them because there's other people yeah. that have been bad races, but I do feel like I should probably share um, her quote unquote, you know, the next day apology, Monday morning quarterback, as they call it. So Hers? She, yeah. So she wrote, okay. after some reflection, after sitting with your comments and sitting with my heart, I would like to address the discussion on the talk this past Wednesday. I've always been embraced with so much love and support from the Black community, and I have deep respect and love for the Black community. To anyone of color that I offended or to and or to anyone that feels confused, or let down by what I said, I am truly sorry. I panicked, felt blindsided, got defensive, and allowed my fear and horror of being accused of being racist take over. There are very few things that hurt my heart more than racism, so to feel associated with that spun me fast. I am not perfect, I am still learning like the rest of us, and will continue to learn, listen, and do better. Please hear me when I say I do not condone racism, misogyny, or bullying. I should have been more specific about that in my tweet. I will always support freedom of speech, but now I see how I unintentionally didn't make that clear distinction. I hope we can collect collectively continue to learn from each other and from ourselves so we can all continue to pave the way for much needed growth and change. The community on this platform means a lot to me. I hope we all can hold each other up with accountability, compassion, and love during this powerful time of paving the way for so much needed change. I looked at the comments and majority of the black people was like, bitch, bye. Majority of the white people were like, you shouldn't even apologize. They, you know, it was like. What I got in conclusion is I'm sorry you feel that way, but that's not what I said. Right. So that's she, all she I gonna, heard. She gonna have to have to deal with it. She gonna have to, you know, it is what it is. I mean. Every everybody got a little bit of racism in there in there some way, but you know how I feel when it comes to racism. It's like I don't feel like you can be racist towards white people. You can't be racist towards the patriarchy. Like they're not being oppressed. <laughs> you know, I just don't. You know, whenever white people are like, "You you were racist towards me," you called me. I'm like, okay, you're never gonna be the oppressed person. Like I just racism to me is when you are when you're using your power 
to oppress someone with words or or acts or whatever 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 you have in your power to kind of put somebody quote unquote in their place and using their race to do that not you know weaponizing their race against them and so people don't really do that with white people it's just whatever it gets done to asian people it gets done to the latino community you know our jewish brothers and sisters black people you never hear people like oh my god did you see what they said about those white people like it's like you know whatever it is what it is um, in 10 years from now, I might look at this podcast and be like, Tamika fucking said there was no racism against white people. Like, it is what it is. I mean, we're, <laughs> what, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? I did want to, I, I have like so many clips, but we're like kind of low on time. I did want to play this one clip though. I feel like every time I was like putting together clips, like another one would pop up on my timeline. I'm like, what the fuck? Everybody's racist? Cause I wanted to give everybody like an opportunity, like every race an opportunity to like shine. But I did wanna, I wanted to to bring this up because even it's not famous, but it goes, speaks to the, the level of everyday racism. Like the Meghan Markle shit, that's on a whole nother level. But when it comes to me and you, we've both been to college, you know, you've gone to, you've gotten your, your master's. So you, you know what I'm saying? We, we've sit, sat in the classroom. You are working in classrooms now. So you grade and you, you interact with students. So when I saw this video of a Zoom call, I was like, wow, okay. So do a lot of people feel this way? I'm gonna play this. You let me know what you think, all right? And then we will, um, we'll come back and we'll, you know, discuss in a sec. They were a bit jumbled. Yeah. <laughs> so that's way I can put it. It's like, okay, let me reason through that, what you just said. Yeah, right, unfortunately. Right. And you know what? I hate to say this. I end up having this you know, angst every semester that a lot of my lower ones are Blacks. Happens almost every semester. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, come on, <laughs> you know, it's some really good ones, but they're also usually some that are just plain at the bottom that drives me crazy. This is like uh, a Georgetown, it's a Georgetown law professor. <laughs> so this is, this is, have you, have you seen that, um, like it goes back to that like woke culture where when you're talking about that Ivy League school who who how professors when when they're when they're talking about um like in their humanities classes where they're talking about oh you you white saviors have to protect the minority community because they don't know how to get online they don't know how to you know um, have access to certain things for themselves so it's part of that like woke culture and unfortunately for this woman, she's speaking exactly to, to that sort of mentality where, where you're associating just flat out race with a certain level of education. And to be honest with you, you know, if you, if you're looking at, you're going to find anything you're looking for. I've said this before. So if I take a student's like, let's say I take one of my black students and I take their essay and I look at it like, I know this student's gonna be lower, right? Cause it's mostly subjective, right? To a degree. Oh, I'm gonna look, yeah, they're always gonna be lower. I'm always gonna have a certain amount of their intelligence is not gonna be there. And I take a Caucasian, Anglo white identifying student and they're, I know this is gonna be great. You know, I'm, I'm perceiving it, I'm looking for things, I'm gonna find whatever I'm looking for. So just a professor like this is gonna actually feed into exactly, exactly that, 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 that divide of education that, that is happening. So prevalent across- And the problem too is that she's speaking to another professor and it's like- and he's, he, he agrees. He ain't saying shit, whether he agrees or not, it doesn't matter. Like you- My, I told it. you, I remember my freshman year, my very freshman year of college, there was this, of course, my white savior professor, and he's talking to the class and he's like, okay, I know most of you, this is the, you're the first one in your families to go to college. 
you know, this is a, you know, and he's trying to like make like this poignant speech about how you have to have responsibility, whatever. And he's like, okay, raise your hand. I don't raise my hand. And he's like, hmm, and what's your name, Marissa? And you're not the first one in your family to go to college? No, I'm not. Oh, come on now. And what's your background? <clears throat> I'm American. You know what I mean. Answer the question. What's your background? I'm American. Oh, so you're Native American? You're indigenous? What tribe do you belong to? Oh, you want to have this conversation? Okay, um, I'm Puerto Rican. And you're telling me from your Puerto Rican family, you're not the first one to go to college? No, I'm not. Okay, you can lie. That's okay. And I remember going to like, like thinking to myself, do I withdraw from this class or improve him right? Or do I just keep going? Obviously, I muddle through the class, but right. I just think to myself, you know, had, had I had a different head on my shoulders where like I fed into those things and so many people do, you know, you think to yourself, you know, it's okay if I drop out because that's what it, you know, it's, it's not, I'm not doing anything crazy, you know, right. and, and it's just, it's one of those things. And I do see a lot of this in education, unfortunately, where, you know, I have to advocate for these kids and not for their work, just for being who they are. Uh, and then when you get to these upper level, you know, college level institutions, you think to yourself, you know, who's fighting for these kids? And some, some of them are babies, young men, young women, uh, you know, who are fighting for them? But I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I just want to stay on the topic because you're not really, you're not really dealing with minority population right now hopefully as the years go by you will but I look at it with what she said I think about she's saying she's saying the private stuff out loud and is she utilizing that same mindset when she's grading papers you know what I mean and it's it's saddens me that the other professor uh, whether he thinks the way she does or not silence is being complicit like I, you don't speak up what the fuck you know what I mean it's just it's, it's like all consuming. It's all consuming. It's like, I don't know, just to see shit like that. And even like, I was gonna play this clip with, with Jeremy Lin who plays, um, he's an NBA player and someone called him, he's, he's um, Chinese descent. And someone made a racial remark to him on, on the court, on the basketball court. And he tweeted about it. He didn't say who the person was. They were investigating. And with the NBA, there's mics and stuff. They can always find out who it was. But it's like, there's so much hate that he got for even saying anything. And it's like, where are the other basketball players speaking up and saying, that's my, I play with him. Don't fucking say anything. Like, it's, it's like, everybody got to stand up. It, it can't just be one person says something. We all fucking rally behind that person and stand up for that person. Even the, the um, you saw that stuff that came out last couple of days with Katie Lung. I don't know if I'm saying her last name right, Lung Lung. She was the actress on the Harry Potter series. She was on a no, podcast, she was on a podcast the other day. And she was saying that she was getting all this hateful racist rhetoric because she's on the show and you know, they're like, she's Asian and they just make him saying the- On what show, wait, what show? On Harry Potter, the, the oh, oh, oh. series. Um, and so they've been saying all this racial rhetoric and one of the publicists told her, just don't worry about it, let it blow over. Don't even pay it any attention. So she's like, she just kind of suppressed it. And then now years later, she's like, why am I, why do I have to suppress? I didn't do nothing. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's like, you, you're only, things are only going to change as long as we have allies. And so when someone speaks out, whether it's Meghan Markle or you know, Meghan Markle speaking up her truth and people rallying behind her, or you know, this woman Georgetown, she's saying what she's got to say, and people, you know, saying that's wrong, and not just not just black people, Hispanic people, white people saying that's fucking wrong, and she needs to lose her job. We don't need people like that grading our students and saying whether or not they pass or fail. It takes more than just one person, you know, and. This country, 
I mean, obviously we're seeing it abroad as well because we spoke about what happened with Megan in the UK and stuff, but shit is fucked up, man. It's just like, we realizing like racists are right in our front yard. And I said this- It's everywhere. I said this to you the other day. I'm like, there's somebody that, you know, you and I both know, and they basically said that your dude married up. Like, really? No, I married up. I mean, yeah, that you you married. Yeah, I married. Yeah. Like, really? Really? Yeah. I got and lucky. I'm not, saying what, I'm not saying it like, no, he married up. But the fact that you would even come out your face. Yeah. And say that you married up. Would that person have said that about you if you was blonde and blue-eyed? No, of course not. Not that, it's just, the shit is like, I love I, when, but, but, I and it always too sometimes when I see it. And sometimes I'm in such utter shock. I'm like, you know, it's like two weeks later, you're like, what the fuck? Did that it always starts with no offense, right. no offense, but I'm like, oh, that would be offensive. But you, you did kind of stand up for yourself in a way. It's like, no, that, you know, you did your, your lip biting. <laughs> and then you're like, no. And then you went into a little bit of detail about how that's not true. And that person shut the fuck up, but still probably felt the way, you know, that person felt. But at the same oh, time, it's like, the fact just, that, you, that you even came out of your face and said that, that you think that, like word, what else do you think? And then I came to find out other things that that person felt and thought about other people. And I was like, you know what? Do I speak up or do I just distance myself from it? What's better? I don't know. This is I don't know. People have to have again, you know, over and over. It's, you know. it's, it's I, I feel like, you know, these sort of relations and these conversations are prevalent. They're happening literally everywhere. You know, within the Hispanic community, you know, we don't even like each other. <clears throat> For some reason and then we don't even like each other but then on top of it like we could all be puerto rican but you're a little bit lighter you're a little bit darker you grew up on this part of town you grew up on that part of time it it's just i don't know i don't know where the solution is going to start happening if be ever healed it's, i just can't imagine but the we, i guess i guess it's one of those things where like the conversations just need to continue to happen yeah until yeah until it stopped being brushed under the rug and people start having conversations until, you know, we get past people like Sharon Osbourne, you know, making shit about her. So we get past those moments and we get past people, you know, with the second day apology and, you know, I'm sorry, I feel bad. Uh, it's going to continue. But I'm, I mean, I guess we're making some progress. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you were having a podcast show about it um, with friends and we discuss shit and we agree, we don't agree. Yep, yeah, yes, that's who we are. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, nope, nah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, that's what we should have called it. No, nope, nah. <laughs> that would have been hot. See, you wasn't on your thinking cap that day. I like yep, yeah, yes. It's more positive. Yeah. Nope, nah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What is it? Nope. Nope, nope, nope yeah. Yeah, nah. No, no, nope, nope, nah. Yeah, that wouldn't work. No, nope. I can't even say it. No, no, yeah. <laughs> wait, no, nope, nah. No, nope, nah. Whatever. Yep, yeah, yes. Anyway, all right. I'm gonna transition, homie. All right. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Caller. So today, I gotta get to um. You know, I like to write it out because otherwise, I won't remember what my thoughts is. Anyway, so there's been so much talk about the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, between COVID-related closings, closing and openings, nursing home death numbers to sexual assault, sexual harassment allegations. I don't know which topic I should focus my energy on, but the one that keeps nagging at me and probably because it's had legs in the media is the sexual harassment allegations. I feel so conflicted about the whole thing. I've often found myself blaming everyone but him. It's weird because many of us women have had unwanted gestures thrust upon us, whether it's a pat on the lower back, a finger brush across the face, an inappropriate sexual joke, or even a compliment about how lucky our dude is to have us. It's all wrong. But until the Me Too movement, many of us women shrugged it off as it is what it is. 
It's a new day though. The Cuomo allegations are troubling because of where we are in 2021. As a woman fully entrenched in her 40s, I'm still making sense of what should be and shouldn't be acceptable behavior. These millennials are definitely schooling us, so I still sit in a space of learning. I haven't fully been able to have a concrete opinion about the Cuomo allegations, but I know that if any of his accusers felt how I felt at various times in my life, I stand with them standing up for themselves. It's just a super, super weird time. And I think we should just probably have a show about it down the road when we can you know, kind of put our thoughts together and make a good, cohesive, thought-provoking show for our, yep, yeah, yes, no, no, nah podcast. Feel me? I feel you, but cohesive it will never be. I'll tell you that much. No, it'll never be that. Anyway, no, um, no, no. before we before we head out, do you have the mask with you? No, nope, nah. How far is it from you? Is it near you? Nah. Okay. Thanks a lot, Marissa. Um. So next week is my birthday, and it would make me so happy if people would donate to our podcast so that we can, you know, get a mask. So, I mean, so we can send them masks, we can get the video equipment, audio equipment, we need mics, we need headphones, we need to, you know, sound good and look good and feel good. Um, so if you're interested in helping us, you know, we'd appreciate it. The, the, the annual fee has been paid for. So thank you to all the people that donated. We really appreciate you. Now we just need the equipment. So if anything you can do to help us with that, um, I would be greatly super duper appreciated um, for my birthday. That would uh, that would be a highlight on this second year of COVID birthday. My COVID, COVID? birthday. My second Your COVID birthday. birthday? My second COVID birthday. Uh, hook a sister out. Help, help a sister out, donate. Yep, yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm all discombobulated. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, where can they catch us? Yep. Yeah. Yes. 18 on Instagram and Twitter. The Yep. Yeah. Yes. Podcast on Facebook, any streaming device that plays podcasts. All you gotta do. All you, all you gotta do is go to said device. Hey, said device play the Yep. Yeah. Yes. Podcast. Holler. Thank y'all for following us. We love you. We mean it. Bye. I don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nope. No, I do. nope, no, nope, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.